Newcastle come streaming forward now in surely what will be their last attack. A good ball by Dixon, finding Smith. But Thomas charging through the midfield. Thomas, it's up for grabs now. Thomas, right at the end. Hello, you're listening to the Steve Bald Collective, an Arsenal podcast. Yes, it's me again, Mr. Steve Bald, and joined joining me today is a very, very special guest, a gentleman who um, I do talk to uh, on, on Twitter quite a bit, and who is a member of our one and a half listener family. I'd like to say a very good morning to Mr. Brian Cahill. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Oh, not too bad at all, sir. How are you feeling today? Yeah, not too bad, no. Happy yeah. that we won last night. Yeah, and uh, was there uh, an, any alcohol imbibed last night while watching, or was it a sober night for you? Uh, a few points again that's involved last night. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, I was more on the cider last night, um, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, an interesting game. Before we go into that, um, just, just want to um, talk, tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been an Arsenal um, Arsenal fan, what got you into the Arsenal, um, give your Twitter uh, a bit of a plug as well, Brian. And uh, why you became uh, one of our listeners? Um, I became an Arsenal fan at uh, about 88. When I was old enough to... When I started getting into football, it was probably the first team that I came across and stuck with them since. I take it, uh, from, I take it from the accent that you're not actually um, uh, a standard English fan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm Irish, so... Whereabouts, in, whereabouts in Ireland are you from, Brian? Uh, County Mead. Ah, OK. I've got you now. So there's um, always been a, a bit of a strong connection between uh, Arsenal and, uh, and Ireland, particularly with the, uh, the Brady uh, influence and uh, Stapleton and, and such like. Was that anything that influenced you at all? Uh, Dave O'Leary as well. Yeah. Uh, my, uncle, my uncle was a big Arsenal fan too, so that kind of helped me. Oh, excellent. So where, where are you based now, Brian? I'm still at home now in Mead. You are? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Do you get over to uh, see the Arsenal at all? Uh, no, not too often, unfortunately. I'm hoping to get over now, hopefully before Christmas or just after. Oh, brilliant. Well, when... well, I didn't get over last season, but I'm hoping to get over now a couple of times this year. Excellent. When you, when you come over, obviously you have to give us a shout so you can uh, meet up with myself and... Um... Mr. Um, Arsenal Winston Ray. Unfortunately, he's in the middle of moving today, so that's why he's not around today. He's actually opening up his business. Um, oh, very good. So, yeah. yeah that goes well. Oh, I hope to have. Yeah, best of luck to you, Ray. Um, we wish you all the best from uh, from the collective. Um, and what's your, what's your tr- uh, Twitter address, Brian? It's uh, Brian Excellent. Uh, so make sure you give everybody uh, give uh, Brian a follow. Um, very knowledgeable man when it comes to the Arsenal. Also very passionate as well, uh, which you will see from his from his timeline. Um, what got you into listening to the Steve Ball Collective, then, Brian? Um, I had never heard of it. I had never listened to a podcast, and I just seen it on Twitter, and I decided to give it a listen, and I enjoyed it. Now, so I kept listening every week since. Oh, you're an absolute star. We'll, we'll, we'll have to send you something for that. <laughs> just, just, just for the, the sheer agony you're having to listen to us every week. <laughs> I know, it's very good now. 
Nice to hear different opinions on ours. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, that's where, well, you know, as we, uh, myself and Ray, when we, we chat, we try and keep it as though we're actually just sitting in a pub having a bit of a chat about the Arsenal. So uh, that's that's the way it seems to have, have progressed. So how did you feel about the game last night then? Yeah, it was uh, good. It was good to get the win. Um, a bit up and down at times. But uh, we got the results. The defence was pretty good now. One or two shaky moments, especially where Pear missed kicked the ball over Chesney and a great, a great goal line block from Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. Saved the day, yeah. Yeah, I must admit, um, I would, I would, as I was saying to you before we um, we started recording, I've been doing some reading this morning, and that um, uh, Arse Blog has um, stated that it was uh, professional performance. Uh, sometimes tedious, which uh, I tend to agree with, but also um, uh, uh, aggravating and annoying at the same point. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Although I must admit, uh, once again, uh, I seem to be being proven right um, this season so far anyway, in my faith in, in Ramsey. Uh, how do you feel about the player? Yeah, I always rated Ramsey. Oh, sorry from last year, UC Top and Quirk run that. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I've always felt oh. that he's, he's not been playing in the right sort of position that suited him. Yeah, but I think now, being played out in the wing last year may have done him some good. Are you one of these people who, um, who, who think, like Arson does, that stick him out in another position to learn the trade, then put him where they truly should be? Not the whole time, but I think it worked well for Ramsey this season so far. He came into his own kind of the last 10, 15 games last season, so he got a bit of confidence back. And well, I, I, must, I must admit, I mean, looking at his stats for, for this season, um, so it's six goals in seven, seven, seven games, it's not a bad uh, return of service at the moment, is it? Oh, you couldn't ask so much better now, could you? Yeah, and I must admit, you know, uh, just seeing particularly with his previous stats where, uh, you know, so at one stage he'd played 44 games and only scored three goals and then it, it sort of varied between two and two and three. So I think this season he's basically having the game ga- game of his life, I would think. Oh, yeah, he's playing some stuff. Oh, absolutely. Lord ground as well, isn't he? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I was also pleased for, um, for Walcott um, finally um, managing to put away a decent strike as well. Yeah, I think there'll be no stopping him now once he got that first goal out. Where hopefully that'll leap him on now for the rest of the season with a good few goals. That would be uh, that would be very nice to actually see, particularly after also all the fuss and nonsense over his um, contract extension and everything last year. Although he seems to be playing out on the wing again um, because Giroud has, has been still coming through the centre. Um, yeah. Watching watching the game last night, I mean, uh, the defensive wise, I would have to say was we were pretty, um, we seemed to be pretty pretty sure. We started uh, well enough, I thought, and there was some good um, stuff in the midfield. Um, but then it, it sort of, um, I sort of Marseille sort sort of got into the game. There seemed to be a bit of nervousness in the, in the defence, which seems to be um, one of our traits just just of, of late. Do you agree with that? Um, kind of, yeah, I know. There's... They're defending pretty solid. They're not conceding silly goals. Even last night's goal that conceded was a penalty. There's a couple of reckless moments tackling inside the box, especially Shelmy. He's he's liable to give away a penalty at any stage. He jumps in at times. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, um, talking to um, old school AFC the other day, he said he he strikes him as um, a, a talented player, but has the um, seems to have the mental capability of an eighteen-year-old uh, um, when actually you know he's far older. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I actually think if Arsenal got a good right back, so I'd like someone like Seamus Coleman who can defend, attack, assist, score. Jenkinson still has a bit to do for me now, but um, I reckon Sanya and Pear would be the best partnership we could have. I know a lot of people won't agree with that, but I think Mert Sackler is simple. Well, I must admit, I think that um, Sanya has slotted into the, into the role really well, which, um, considering how thin we are on the ground, really, when it, when it comes to uh, our defensive side... Um, uh, has been a bit of a blessing because he does play with a, a lot of passion and a lot of power whereas and he seems to be a little bit more in the sensible um, frame of mind rather than Koscielny who seems to um, go erratic every so often yeah is a bit like uh, Vermaelen a bit of a headless chicken at times but very good on his day yeah how do you, how do you feel about Chesney this, this season so far yeah, he's been solid enough. He had one moment last night now where he had me hard in my mouth, but after that he was good. He's pulling off the saves. A bit of competition there now as well, which he didn't have before. And Labianski came in last season and had a few clean sheets and kept him out of the team for a while. It might have been just to kick up the arse he needed now. Yeah, and, and particularly with uh, Viviano now coming in, um, well, hopefully we'll get to see him at some point as well, uh, playing in the Arsenal goal, but I think it's exactly what Chesney needed. Yeah, big time. Um, overall, I would have to say, last night there was, you know, um, there was some really smart um, passing going on. Um, again, some beautiful uh, football uh, from, from Ozil. Do you think uh, Ozil has been one of the sort of um, generating keys that's brought the uh, the team solidly together? Yeah, I suppose it was a bit of a pick-me-up to the players. And it was good to get a world-class player into. That must have given them some confidence as well. I must admit, when uh, they announced his actual signing, I just thought it was actually a joke at first. Cause, you know. <laughs> yeah, hard to believe. Uh, totally. Especially after all the names we were linked with during the summer. Oh, oh God, yeah. With all the names that we've been linked with, left, right and centre, I mean, I really felt, and I think, um, as you would have probably heard from the Ray, Ray and I spoke straight after the uh, the Aston Villa game, we weren't exactly well pleased with what was <laughs> going on in the summer. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Twitter has a lot to answer for in that regard too. Too many... People trying to be in the know that haven't really got a clue, to be honest. Yes, yeah, there seemed to be a lot of that uh, during the summer window this year, more than uh, more than I have seen for about three or four years on, on Twitter. So, yeah, I, I always take that with a pinch of salt, and I, I don't get really that involved in uh, trying to say, you know, oh, I've heard this, I've heard that, because you never know in football, it'll always come back and backfire and blow up in your face, so you've got to be very right. careful. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point if you haven't got any inside information. There's no point in trying to build a beans either. Well, I mean, you can never second guess a man like Arsene Wenger. Although uh, I still have to say, I still uh, am not sure uh, whether you know he should be offered a, another long-term contract. How do you feel about it? Uh, I give him a new contract in the morning. Just me personally. Now I think he's done a great job keeping Arsenal in the Champions League for the last sixteen seasons. Yeah. Um. 
we knew when we removed the stadium that there was going to have to be sacrifices made. I think there has been. It was unlucky that players just got greedy at the wrong time, broke up the team that he was just starting to get going nicely. Fabregas, Nasri, and Percy, Song, they all done the dirty on a might feel and left them high and dry. Yeah. So I think he's done a great job. That's just my opinion there. Oh, well, we'll see what happens um, this, this this oncoming season. But I must admit, for uh, after the, the Aston Villa game, um, what is it now? Six um, six wins on, on the trot so far. Yeah. And uh, apparently last night was our 10th away win. Which yeah. Is, which we- is looking a good sort of um, um, stat at the moment. Although, obviously, you can get stats to say anything. But it does look very good so far, doesn't it? Yeah, and only one last in right? I read, I read somewhere on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah. And for Ramsey, um, now this is a this is a bit of, uh, bit of a stat. Um, Say so six six goals in in seven games, which is more than he's he got in ninety one appearances in the last two season two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope he can keep up the good work now and keep them shooting boots on. Well, I mean, uh, for him to be uh, in, uh, well, basically one of our, our top scorers alongside Giroud at the moment, it's 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 pretty, it's looking pretty comfortable. Um, yeah. It'll also be. Um, I'm really looking forward to actually seeing um, uh, Santi Cazorla with uh, Ozil in the midfield to see what uh, what magic would spark from there. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's like I'd like to see that. I can't wait for that. And also Rosicky. Imagine them three attacking it: Ozil, Rosicky, and Cazorla. Walcott and Giroud up, up above them. Absolutely, uh, that would be an absolute formidable uh, attacking uh, attacking side. But uh, how are you feeling about Jack Wilsh at the moment? Because again, he looked like he'd um, he'd taken a bit of a knock on on his ankle again last night. He seemed to be uh, rubbing it quite a bit again last night. Do you do you still think that he's 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 either unfit or do you think he's going to be prone to injuries uh, a, a sort of injury prone career, let's say? Yeah, it's hard to know now. I'm hoping he'll stay fit. He's, I think there's too much pressure put on Jack at the moment now, in fairness to him. I think he's trying his best and he's doing well. He's, just some of the passes aren't coming off and he's getting, he's getting slated a lot lately. He's probably still not 100% fit either. But um, I think he'll be, he'll be there or thereabouts now. He'll be good now the whole way through once he stays fit. A lot of it is confidence as well, I'd say. He's playing too hard at times. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I particularly noticed that when um, I was up at the Spurs game. Um, it seemed to be like he was he was trying to overdo it rather than just let his natural game uh, come through. Maybe because it was just the atmosphere of a North London derby and that can do that to players. Um, yeah. And we saw that kind of passion coming from um, Sanya a couple of seasons ago when he stated, you know, beating Spurs was, was beating the enemy. But I, I just I would like to see him just try to relax a little bit and let his natural game come through rather than over-egging it, which is what I feel is he has been doing just recently, just to try and live up to the hype more than anything yeah. else. And I think he's got to come with a bit more experience as well. You have to consider he's still only a young lad. No, he's only hard field season too. And yeah, no, that, that's very, that's very true. And maybe us as fans, maybe we should. Uh, be sitting back a, a bit on it as well because I think um, we haven't helped with the amount of you know kind of pressure that we put on uh, on Jack, uh, particularly over the last eight, eighteen months. So uh, maybe it's time that 
perhaps with the incoming in of, uh, of Ozil as well, it might sort of take a bit of pressure off him. How do you feel? Yeah, that's true. And also, Arteta will be coming back now in a few weeks too. So, he'll be able to get breaks. Uh, yeah, he'll be able to get um, a rest from time to time now as well. So, hopefully, get injury-free and there won't be as much pressure on him to play 90 minutes in every game and be used sparingly, as they say. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Uh, uh, I must admit, um, I thought that perhaps uh, at the end, uh, towards the end of the game, we were going to uh, coast with a two-nil uh, uh, two lead. But as you said, it was just a, a bit of rash uh, defending there. I thought Ramsey, um, he copped it a bit harsh, I think, for uh, the penalty to be given against him. But that's, you know, that's just a, a personal view. What about you? Yeah, I'd agree with that. No, it was just... Lucky that it happened in the 92nd minute. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I was doing that up. But, yeah, it was... I thought he got the ball myself. But I suppose when the referee was out, I was going to give it. Yeah, and in particular, I suppose, again, the pressure of um, uh, them uh, being at home, uh, Marseille being at home, and uh, us being sort of the visitors, I suppose, there would always be that kind of prep. Although referees say there never is, I'm sure they've always got that in the back of their mind. But uh, it was just unfortunate. But at least, I say, it's a win. Uh, it was also uh, good to hear that um, Napoli uh, beat um, Dortmund 2-1 in their game. Yeah, and Dortmund got two, two people sent off. The manager, Klopp, and the goalkeeper. I won't be able to pronounce the names, not before they try. But uh, hopefully they'll miss a few games and they'll be away for the Arsenal matches and... I mean, did you did you actually see? Um, I don't know if you saw it on the highlights either on Sky News or something this morning. But the reaction of um, Klopp at the fourth official, which is, I thought the man had gone completely berserk at one point. Yeah, he was, looked like he was going to get my box in at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I know I know what um, uh, Arsene Wenger could come uh, pretty animated at time and throwing bottles around. But I say that was uh, that, that was almost um, Mourinho esque. <laughs> yeah. He was completely losing it. It was also good to see that Chelsea lost last night as well. So oh, it was great. No, yeah. <laughs> I made a comment last night on Twitter. He's lost three games now already this season. If that was Wenger, they'd be, the media would be having a field day trying to get rid of him. Then oh. there was crisis at Arsenal and he wasn't spending money and this, that and the other. Mourinho can do it. does it and there's nothing said. Three games in the truck. Well, it's, it's uh, only because he's such a media darling that everybody loves him that he, I think he's getting away with it. But if I think if it's, it was to continue over the next um, couple of weeks, then I think people will start to look at it and say, well, hang on a minute. Um, particularly with some of the players he's let go, which I thought was very, very strange. Um, but hey, he's, he obviously knows what he's doing. Well, I think he knows what he's doing. But um, yeah, it, it, it left a smile on my face that um, they, they fell flat again last night. And then obviously we got we've got to watch the um, the noisy neighbours um, result this evening. I don't watch the game personally, but uh, it's nice to know that it's it's Channel Five. It's Thursday time for them again. <laughs> yeah, I think we win convincingly enough tonight. Anyway, I don't even know who they're playing. No, I take one. The only time I take really notice of them is it is when we're playing them. To be quite honest, yeah. Uh, watch out for results and that, and I always hope that better. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's very true. Um, <laughs> so moving on, then we've got a game coming up this Sunday. Um, it's 
it'd be interesting because it's we're the uh, we're the earlier kickoff this time um, rather than being the later one. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think our outlook is for this weekend then? I I reckon we win two you nil. Know, I I think Pazola could be back now. Under from reading on Twitter, various people reckon he's back. He's fit for Sunday, so he'll probably start on the bench. But team is on form. Mark is no great manager either, so I think Arsenal will be now. Well, I must, I must admit, I think we've got uh, a reasonable record against um, uh, a Mark Hughes team. Although we do, uh, we always tend to have, have uh, issues with injuries. Uh, look, looking back at some of the past seasons, but uh, um, so you're saying a two 0 then, are you? Yeah, can't be two 0 now for some reason. Well, we're defending well. We're not conceding silly goals like we used to. No, that's very true. I'm uh, I'm actually going to raise the stakes in that. I think it could be a three or even a four. I will take that turner. <laughs> <laughs> Although not that I'm going to put a bet on it. Uh, I must admit, I, I put a bet on with a Celtic friend of mine. Um, uh, we we thought uh, that perhaps maybe Celtic might uh, might get a win over in uh, in Milan. Man. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't. <laughs> otherwise, oh. otherwise, if they'd if they'd have won, we'd have had enough money to go and watch a, a game in December <laughs> over <laughs> Amsterdam. But that's blown that out the window. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm going up um, uh, this Sunday, so I'm I'm really really looking forward to um, uh, seeing um, Mr. Ozil in, in the flesh, as it were. Um, I'll also be taking um, uh, the brother of uh, the lady who was on our podcast, Flanagan. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking him as well, and then uh, apparently he's going to take me to a couple of the reserve games. So uh, that should be that should be an interesting experience for me because um, I haven't seen any reserve games since uh, since we left Highbury. So uh, there you go. Um, oh, it was good to see tomorrow's young players coming through. Oh God, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So how do you feel that this? The, have you got any hopes for this season or well, the way that it's actually going now? Um, obviously, given the fact that we are still a bit thin and we do need to do some buying in January. But uh, I know it's early doors yet and everything else, but it doesn't look too bad at the moment. What, what, are, your, what are your hopes for this season? Um, well, obviously, we need Champions League qualification for starters. Yeah. I'd like to be competing. I'm not saying we're going to win the league, but to close the gap, we're way behind on points last night, our last season. And if we close the gap, have a good Champions League run, maybe win a cup or get to a semi-final or two, wouldn't be a bad season. Cup the signings in January and cup the signings next year and we should really be there or thereabouts next season. There should be no real, nothing to stop, I don't think. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, because, I mean, I'll be, I'll be quite happy to... Um be in the top three this year uh, rather than waiting till the last game of the season and to pit, pit those um, people up the road by a point again. Um, <laughs> I'd like to have some Tottenham's Day uh, come a little bit early this season. It would be nice. Um, but yeah, I would like to see a final this year um, only for the fact there's a lot of uh, Arsenal fans who, who probably haven't yet uh, really uh, seen Arsenal win uh, a major, major trophy. Um, yeah. Either like the FA Cup or 
well, I suppose you could call um, the, the League Cup a major trophy. I mean, we had a disappointment against Birmingham, and I think that's what every, you know everybody would just like to see some silverware back in the back in the cupboard, regardless of what type of silverware it is. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't, I don't really care about the Carling Cup, but yeah, I have a trophy on the board. Yeah, and it I, should I, be the up for a while. Uh, yeah. It's a great cycle. Yeah, yeah, no trophy up ever, but um. Well, I must admit, I mean, it's, two, well, it's 2005 since we actually um, robbed Manua of, of the FA Cup in that penalty shootout. But it would just be nice, I think, for confidence-wise and, and also just basically for the fans to actually see us at, uh, at a Wembley final um, and to see us lifting a, lifting a trophy at the end of the day. And I think that would do a hell of a lot for uh, the confidence of the side going into uh, the, the 2014-15 season. Yeah, I agree totally now. It'd be great. Even to win the Ireland Cup or the Capital One Cup, it gives the uh, players extra confidence. It attracts more players to I think the Champions League qualification is where they need to be, first and foremost, before any trophies. Definitely. That's, that's where the big players want to play. In the Champions League, Team Spurs during the summer, Ozil came because of playing the Champions League. Yes, and I must admit, if, if it hadn't been for the Champions League, I doubt if we would have actually uh, been able to secure his services. But fortunately, I say we, you know, we, we qualified, and uh, I think that was, you know, probably one of the major factors of, of deciding him to come over, um, along with the so-called phone call to Arsene Wenger. But uh, yeah, come in January, then have you got any sort of players you'd like to see um, Mr. Wenger sign? Uh, definitely a striker. I'd love to see Suarez, but I think there could be competition for him now come January. Chelsea are going to be looking for a striker now too. Their boys don't seem to score on too well. Eh? We looked last last night in the highlights that I've seen. He wasn't done either. I think he's finished, to be honest. Suarez is more or less finished. I don't think bad going to be anything special for Chelsea. Um, Suarez... Maybe Benzema, if he's not in the picture at trade, but he scored two the other night, so hard to know. Benteke, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I totally agree with all that, all those, all those choices that uh, that you've been given out there. Um, just thinking on, you know, uh, what you know, what we des- desperately need and everything else. I mean, uh, obviously. Um, the so-called working relationship between Spuds and Real Madrid has fallen flat on its face. Um, yeah. So maybe we we might be able to go back and uh, uh, and go in for Benzema. I don't know, but as you said, he, you know, he, he seems to got his scoring boots on there again. So he might feature uh, at least we might have lost out on on there. But I do agree, we do need a uh, a striker of some sort. But are you really that convinced about Suarez, given the the baggage that that man um, has and uh, would bring with him? Uh, I know he's got baggage, but on his day, he's one of the best strikers around. He's torn a game in an instant. Good and bad. Um, and Tekken now, if he keeps up his scoring form from now till January, he's really going to put himself in the shop window. And he's a different option there, too. They're all players that won't have played in Europe this season, so they won't up tight either for the Champions League. 
interested in Bruce as well. I'm sure there's a couple of other strikers around Europe that Arsenal are probably keeping an eye on too that we don't know about. Yes, I'm sure there there there'll probably be more than uh, more than one, or well, hopefully more than one egg in the in the basket, or as yeah. um, <laughs> as, as most of the, most of the press seem to be saying today that most of the eggs seem to have smashed at Chelsea after uh, the unfortunate uh, comment from uh, Mourinho about uh, nurturing eggs. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, person, pers- personally, would I have Suarez at, at Liverpool? Well, no, I've always maintained I'd rather. I'd rather have somebody who could carry themselves with a bit, bit of dignity. And would I, if, if we signed him, would I cheer if he scored a goal? Well, of course I would, because it's, uh, it's an Arsenal goal. But would I actually cheer the player? No, I don't think so. It just leaves a nasty taste in my mouth, for me, personally. But that's just the yeah, first thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's a liability as well as he's a class player. And my only worry would be is if we sign him, that then we'd lose. He'd start to do exactly the same thing again and wanting to move on, you know, another year. Because I, I think he's basically desperate to get to Real Madrid more than anything else. I think that's just been his main aim all the way along. Um, and in a way, I felt really sorry for the uh, for the Liverpool fans. I mean, fortunately they've been able to keep him. But um, having been on the the other side of it with the Van Persie saga, I could understand why they were getting <laughs> so upset with him at, at times. Really. Yeah. Well, I don't think. I'm glad Arsenal sold from Paris last year. Now, I don't think the player can make statements like that to be allowed to say it. No, I totally agree. I think uh, I also think it was an un, uh, an unfortunate piece of PR that uh, him and his people put out. But it, um, I think, well, I must admit, we watched, uh, myself and Ray, we were at his last home game, which was the uh, game against Norwich. And they were doing the walk around the pitch uh after the match to say goodbye to everybody um, both myself Ray and um, Captain's Arse and Stato 70 were all talking about after and he just looked like a man who really didn't want to be there even at that point and that's before uh, all the um, you know sort of hype and everything hit in the papers so um, yeah to be quite honest I was actually glad to see see the back of him um, Great player that he was. Uh, I thought we'd done more than enough to uh, warrant some kind of loyalty after you know uh, the amount of seasons he was injured, but needed all our support. And then just one good season, and he suddenly becomes a, a superstar. And the little boy inside him wants to go to Manchester. And I thought, well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that he went. To be quite honest, now. I saw my know It was total disrespect, and I think Suarez has done the same to Liverpool this summer. And that's why I'm baffled with. How many Liverpool fans were actually delighted to say, he's a top player and all that. He ran that club through, through the mob, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, loyalty is now a thing, a thing in the past. I mean, you know, the likes of having um, the sort of, you know, people like uh, Tony Adams and uh, Roadcast and people like people who come in through the youth ranks and, and want to stay with the club. As I think it's a thing of the past just because of the amount of money that's corrupted um, modern football today, sadly. Um, so it's something I suppose we as fans have, uh, have, got, to, have got to get used to. Um, but it is, it is sad to see that, you know, there isn't that kind of um, true loyalty. Unless, of course, uh, Jenkinson proves me wrong because, as I say, he's Arsenal through and through. And hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll, he'll improve and stay with the club. Yeah. Then we had Gibbs Ramsey, Jack. British five that signed a long deal. I know they all didn't come through the whole way, but they all, the 
British Corps seem to be showing a bit of loyalty there now and looking to stay. They can see um good future for Arsenal, which is encouraging as well. It's nice to see that sort of uh, that core building up. And um, would you agree? I mean, it's been banded about that the signing of Ozil is is, is like the signing of, of Burkham uh, under Real, and um, where this will be the galvanising bit to actually launch uh, Arsenal along. Do, would you agree with that comment? Yeah, I hope so. I hope he has the same impact that Burkham had. Bit harsh to judge him or call him a Burkham after two games. Yeah, you know. <laughs> signing has been he's a big name and he's going to be good but I hope that he has the same sort of impact and that Bergkamp did well, and he, that if he, the signing he, attracts other big names too yeah I mean even if he has half the impact that, that, that Bergkamp um, did uh, I don't think it'll be a bad it won't be a bad thing for Arsenal at the end of the day um, well, it's it's just nice to know that we've got somebody in there who can lift. I mean, when you get in a World Cup, it lifts everybody else around them to play even better. And I think that's what we're starting to see now. Um, just one final thing uh, before we wrap it up. What's your what's your take on on um, our big big giant uh, German defender Mertesacker? Do you think he's a a good asset? Um, it's just that at times uh, I find him. Uh, I find him outstanding, but other times I just find him so slow. Um, and as once stated on, on, on this podcast, with the turning circle of uh, uh, of an oil tanker, how do you feel about him? I love him. I think he's our best defender by a long shot. I'm quite honest about it. I think he made he makes defend he makes the rest of the defense look good at times. Reading in the game is so good. Not bad at it. He's good at the old pass, and he might be the fastest in the world. But his reading and his Football brain makes up for that. A bit like Tony Adams and Paul McGrath back in the day. They're never the fastest, but they were. They knew where to be and when to be there, you know, that sort of way. Uh, I must admit, at the end of the day, that's all we can ask for. Well, Brian, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to chat to you today. And yep. uh, I hope you'll um, come back and, and speak with us again. And hopefully next time I will have uh, young Raymond with me. Oh, yeah, I'd love that, Nick. Thanks very much for having me on. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure to finally talk with you, Brian. And uh, thank you very much for deigning to come on this morning. And that sums it up for today. Thank you very much for joining me, Brian. And to all our listeners, or one and a half listener, as always, be safe, be calm, but above all, keep it Arsenal. Until the next time. <laughs>